There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are in France. Which means Tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast. It's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination. More popular than loving political revolutions. More popular than mer and mer somehow being different words. Tubi. It's more popular than being French. See you in there. Here's to the paper pushers, the rush hour warriors, and the gotta get awayers. Trade the daily grind for a place to unwind, where you can rise with the tide and roll down the boardwalk, where you can eat french fries for lunch and ice cream for dinner, where your only commute is your walk to the beach, where every day feels like Saturday. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Welcome to this week's episode of the Modern Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Cook. Today's episode is all about how to get ahead at work by being a giver. And we're not talking gifts of money, but of yourself. And there's research to back it, so stay tuned. With the approach of the American Thanksgiving holiday, many of us are focused on being thankful right now. And being thankful is something we should all do. Gratitude can give our minds and hearts a boost, especially when times are tough. But Thanksgiving is a compound word that combines thanks, the gratitude I just mentioned, and giving. So let's give giving some airtime today. And I'm not talking about the giving that involves financial donations to charitable causes, although, of course, do that if you can. But the giving of yourself, your spirit, your time, your wisdom, and your insight. Because as it turns out, being a giver at work is actually a competitive advantage. Research shows givers are the real winners. Today, we'll talk about the why, what, and how of being a professional giver. We'll cover strategies you can put to work today or at least after the turkey is fully digested. Let's look at giving in action. Years ago, I started a new job. On day one, I met a giver named Anne. She took one look at my deer-in-the-headlights expression and invited me to lunch. She was generous and candid, sharing tips on how things really got done, offering to make introductions, and advising which prepackaged items in the cafeteria were likely to induce salmonella. That lunch was the first of many. Anne showed me the same generosity of spirit throughout my five years at that company. And my time wouldn't have been the same without her. I've since left that job, but Anne remains a dear friend. She still works there, and her career has skyrocketed. She's a senior, highly respected executive who still gives her time generously. Now, she's also, of course, excellent at what she does. Giving alone doesn't ensure success. But in a sea of high performers, being a giver can offer just the competitive edge you need to win. If this sounds squishy, rest assured, I've got data. So what defines a giver? Research conducted by Wharton professor Adam Grant, as described in a Fast Company interview, shows that people who are givers at work ultimately achieve the greatest long-term professional success. Grant defines success broadly and across industries looks at measures like productivity and revenue, production in business, and patient outcomes in healthcare. 
Grant identifies three types of people. Givers are those who want to help others independent of an easily foreseeable payback. They're generous with time and expertise, and they go out of their way to help. Takers are those who put their own interests ahead of others and seek to come out ahead in every exchange. Matchers are those who give in expectation that our favors will be returned. According to Grant, most of us are matchers. We give and we expect to get something as a result. So let's talk about how to be a successful giver. Because givers achieve the highest levels of success. But there's a catch. As Grant explains in his famous TED Talk, the most successful people were givers. But paradoxically, the least successful people were also givers. That's because there are effective and ineffective ways to be a giver. So let's cover some strategies to help you do it wisely and with success. First, focus on managing burnout. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Burnout is on the rise and its risks, both physiological and emotional, are real. Managing your risk of burnout by setting boundaries, balancing your workload, and making time for self-care is not a selfish act. It's an act of service to yourself and your company. Givers are attuned to this and manage their gifts accordingly. Successful givers don't take on everything asked of them. Instead, they monitor and manage their own priorities, and they won't say yes to an ask if it threatens their own ability to meet a deadline. My friend Anne was amazingly generous, but not at the expense of her own work. She was never afraid to close her office door when she was deep in focused work. She just made a conscious effort to open it as soon as her time freed up. She managed her time well. She didn't prioritize giving over everything else. She just actively made space for it. And because of that, she never seemed overwhelmed. Next, try the five-minute favor. This is another strategy Grant covers in his TED Talk on givers. I once had a boss who told me, every day someone will ask you to do something that is not your responsibility. Your job is to learn to say no, unless you can do it in five minutes or less, in which case, do that thing. It's a small price to pay for the trust you'll earn. That was some of the best advice I was ever given, and I've become quite adept in the art of the quick win. So how can you put this to use? Here are some ideas. Make an introduction. Who are two people in your life who could benefit from knowing each other? Shoot a quick email of connection. Share knowledge or insight. While takers tend to hoard information, givers thrive on sharing insights in the right moments. Receive a compelling marketing email from another company? Forward it to a marketing colleague with a sentence about what you think worked well. Maybe there's a strategy in there they can put to use in your company. Highlight someone's achievement. It's okay to enjoy being in the spotlight, but givers equally enjoy shining that light on others, and not just for the grand shiny moments. Sometimes it's highlighting someone's quiet contribution that can really have an impact. One quick and fun way to do this is to use LinkedIn's kudos feature. It allows you to recognize someone in a way that's visible to everyone in your network. You can make someone's day in a matter of moments. Next, build a culture through role modeling. True givers don't just give of themselves. They also help build a culture of giving at work. Being a role model when it comes to asking for help and giving others the opportunity to give is a powerful way to do this. 
Here are some ways you might role model giving. Ask for someone's advice. Choose a problem you're noodling on and find a colleague whose insights may help you choose the right path. Be genuine. Don't pose a problem you've already solved. Give someone the gift of feeling helpful. Ask for coaching. Personally, I rely on my secret circle of mentors for this. I'm good at what I do, but I can always get better. Having people to challenge my thinking, suggest new ways of engaging with clients, or even encouraging me to be bolder in my pricing is a win. I'm never shy about asking for coaching. The ask is genuine, but I know my advisors appreciate the opportunity to support me. And delegate developmental work. Is someone on your team looking to grow a skill or have an experience? And is there a piece of work you might ask them to take on in service of gaining that experience? Note that delegating does not mean dumping grunt work on someone. It's about making a thoughtful choice. Is there an aspiring copywriter on your team? Invite them to write a client pitch. Do you know someone hoping to build up their speaking skills? Invite them to run a team meeting for you. Help someone grow through the gift of developmental work. And finally, be giving of a no. The most successful givers do not hand out yeses like Oprah hands out cars. They boldly say no when they're not the best person for the job. Personally, I fancy myself a giver. Do you need some career advice? Have a sticky situation on your team? Need to manage a change? I'll make time any day of the week. But... If you're working on a complex spreadsheet and you need some backup, turns out I'm washing my hair that day. Yeah, all day. Choose your gifts wisely. And there you have it. I hope I've given you, you see what I did there? Some good food for thought. And I invite you to pay it forward. Get out there and give something meaningful to someone around you. Then watch your personal stock price start to soar. Do you have a question I can answer? Check out my bio for all the ways you can reach me. You can also check out my website at leadabovenoise.com or follow me on the Modern Mentor Podcast page on LinkedIn, where I share exclusive videos, articles, and bits of inspiration. Join me next week for an episode on how to run a killer virtual brainstorm. Until then, thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is produced by Dan Firebend edited by Karen Hertzberg, and supported by the rest of the Quick and Dirty Tips team, which includes Michelle Margulis, Morgan Ratner, Emily Miller, and our Vice President of Podcasting, Kathy Doyle. Here's to the paper pushers, the rush hour warriors, and the gotta get awayers. Trade the daily grind for a place to unwind, where you can rise with the tide and roll down the boardwalk where you can eat french fries for lunch and ice cream for dinner where your only commute is your walk to the beach where every day feels like saturday ocean city maryland somewhere to smile about book your trip at oceocean.com why are smart businesses graduating to netsuite by oracle because netsuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. 
Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.